You are currently listening to a Suffolk Free Radio podcast. The views and opinions expressed on minor inconveniences are the views and opinions of the show personalities only, and do not reflect those of Suffolk University, Suffolk Free Radio, or those of the Student Leadership and Involvement Office. Adult language may be used, so listener discretion is advised. Welcome back to Minor Inconveniences, everyone. Um, So last week, we talked about, like, ESL, English language learning Mm -hmm. in, like, elementary, middle school. And we, I don't know, I think I just said something randomly, and I was like, actually, I used to want to be white. (laughs) And then we just, like, opened this Pandora's box, basically. And that's what led to making this episode, because... We both felt like we had a lot to say regarding mm-hmm. that very specific topic, so here we are. So, <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a heavy episode. We're going to be yeah. unpacking our childhood trauma. <laughs> yes, yes. So let's dive right in. So I think what, like what you said, I think what's like started that conversation was, like you said, that you used to just want to be white, and like I related to that so much because like growing up, now kids are so lucky that they get like representation with like toys and and like tv shows and movies and that's so great that we're like moving towards that but i think like when we were younger like there were no barbies that looked like me they were all white they were all blonde um the only cartoon that looked like me was dora and like that wasn't really like fun to be compared to i had nihao kailand and i'm not even chinese like she was (laughs) yeah i think there was like Honduran and Salvadorian, so. (laughs) Like, that was the closest we got. Yep. Um, But, yeah. So, yeah, and I remember, like, looking at the girls, like, in my class and seeing that they were, like, white and they were blonde and the boys that I had a crush, like, had a crush on, definitely, like, I never, I knew, I always knew they weren't going to have a crush on me because I was, like, you know, like. Oh, that's a whole, like, we can get into that later. That's a whole other thing. There's, like, this, like, beautiful, like, white girl with like this like beautiful curly like blonde hair and like ribbons and I was like yep so he's not gonna like me because he's literally gonna see Dora when he looks at me and so yeah like that was I guess that was really sad like now to think of that that I was like five or like eight and I was like that young and I was already like damn like I really wish that I was white Mm -hmm. I can't really remember the exact moment where I, like, became aware of my race because I feel like when you're white and you're living in, like, America, like, that's just, like, um, like, what's the word? Like, not the standard, but, like, yeah, it is the standard. Mm -hmm. Like, you don't really pay attention to your race if you're white because that's just, like, that's just who you are. It's not really, you're not sticking out. Um, And so, (laughs) um, but if you're, like, a person of color, I feel like you just become aware of that, like, just so early on, and I can't even, like you said, like, I can't even, like, tell you when, but I had a lot, like, I was a huge Barbie fan growing up, I had, like, literally all the CDs, like, I still have all the CDs, um, I'm still, like, a huge fan, I love Barbie, but she's just, like, like, now there's, like, different Barbie dolls that, like, look different, and, like, they have different careers and different, like, personalities, whatever, but, like, Barbie used to just be this, like, tall, skinny, blonde, like, girl, and, you know, that like if that was a doll that you had growing up you kind of were just internalized like oh this is like the beauty standard like this is what it means Mm -hmm. to be beautiful this is that and um 
I think I recognized like pretty early on that like I looked different than my classmates like I didn't have blue eyes I didn't have brown or blonde hair my hair is super dark you know my eyes are super dark and I was like oh I just don't like I don't look like them and I just subconsciously like wanted to like be blonde I wanted to have lighter hair and lighter eyes and like I know you told me something last time I was like Karen so when I was younger like (laughs) it was over a man (laughs) like it's they're terrible but um I was I was definitely like I think I want to say I was like eight or nine so I was pretty old um and like I was just so tired of my eyes like they were dark like they were brown and at that point like we were starting to do like the elementary school superlatives and like best eyes always went to the people with blue eyes and I was like and like I used to always be like my eyes are like the color of poop like I hate my eyes like and so I went on Pinterest because I saw that there were ways to like supposedly lighten your eyes (laughs) and on Pinterest I saw this recipe for like honey and lemon and I literally used to douse that into my eyes like for a week straight. Did it not hurt? It definitely hurt. Yeah, I mean they got lighter because my eyes were red. (laughs) (laughs) um, My eyes, like my eyes are still brown and I've grown to love them but yeah yeah, when I was younger I used to like literally. I think blue and green eyes are creepy now. Yeah. They're kind of like there's no reason for them to be like (laughs) the Miley Cyrus meme. Yeah, there was a hot moment where like the brown doe eyes were trending Yeah. I was like yep. (laughs) Check. That's like another thing like just beauty like people's features are like trends now where it's like and like I know the Kardashians are like a prime example of that like when it comes to like body types because they've like recently taken out like all their like like the work that they've gotten done um because it's like not quote-unquote like in trend anymore Mm -hmm. but also like now it's like people want to look different like people want to like have darker hair or darker eyes and it's like that was not that's not what i grew up they want to be us they're (laughs) they're cosplaying as us now Mm -hmm. and yeah that's gonna like i think one of the things that annoys me the most is like when white girls like adopt certain things from our culture and they like completely like they colonize it yeah they colonize it so like this isn't necessarily about like a beauty standard but like so not in my culture but mostly like mexican culture we have things that are called aguas frescas which is water and like sometimes um there'll be some milk in there but it's usually like water and then like a fruit and it's very refreshing so good i'm not sure what we call it in el salvador but that's what the name of it is and it was like trending on tiktok but these white girls like i guess they were like, oh, this is spa water, and it's great, and it has, like, all these nutrients and anti-aging, and I'm like, what are you, that is aguas frescas, like, what are you talking about? Yeah. And, like, everyone was like, oh, my God, like, I'm like, you've never put a slice of lemon in your water? Like, are we They kind of just, right like, now? discover new things, and they, like, claim it's their own or, like, mm-hmm. make it their own, and I know it's not always intentional, but, like, a lot of the times it's, like, yeah. Like, that's been a thing. Like, remember when, like, they discovered lotion or something? I they know. were, like, they they, they call it, like, slugging now, right? Know, Have you heard of that? they put Vaseline on their faces. Um, and, and they're, they're like, like, this is slugging. And I was, like, what? Like, babe, that is just Vaseline. <laughs> like, I have eczema. I put Vaseline on my body. That is not slugging. Yeah, for sure. And um, I'm trying to think of something else. Like, there was another trend recently on TikTok, and I, like, can't Oh, yeah, like, some girl called um, Chimon, which is, like, um... It's a Hispanic delicacy. It's so good. It's like um, like lemon juice and tomatoes and onions and like cilantro dice. And she called it cowboy caviar. Oh, I saw that. And I was like, what are you? That is not cowboy caviar. That is chimon. And I was like, bro, what are we like? What are we doing? Like, 
are we serious right now? And I'm sure that that wasn't intentional. You know, it's a, it's a fun name. It's a cute name. But it's one, like... When everyone's like, this is revolutionary. Like, I've never seen something like this. I'm like, like, have you not gone, like, mm-hmm. like there's so many street vendors, like, even just here, we're, like, trying to make a living. Like, they've definitely, like, you've definitely walked by them and they're selling your cowboy caviar for, like, mm-hmm. $2. Yeah. But, yeah, that's insane. I think, um, just, like, going back onto, like, our childhood, or specifically mine, mm-hmm. um, I remember, like, I, like, again, I wanted to be white literally so bad, like, and I was so ashamed of like being like Asian and I would just be like every time like my mom would speak to me in like Vietnamese or something I would just like respond in English or like I wouldn't talk in like a different language around like the people in school because I didn't want them to hear me now it's like I'll say whatever I want Mm -hmm. on the phone um because I don't care but like back then like I remember just like hating like that part of myself but also it was like this struggle because like most of my friends like were white Mm -hmm. and like I would get called like basic or like you know when like and not by these people but like but yeah like basic and whitewashed by like other people of color but it was just like this internal struggle because like I didn't feel like I was white like I wanted to be white but then they would call me like white or basic or whatever and like I but at the same time like a part of me like was still being made fun of for like Mm -hmm. everything that made me Asian so it was like like I'm not mixed like I don't know like where I stand in this and so it was definitely like both like an internal and like external struggle that I had um yeah yeah I definitely relate like so close to being ashamed of like your language because when my mom would like my first language was Spanish but as soon as I got sent to school like that goes away because you're learning English and that's what you speak in class and like I remember like my mom like you said like my mom would speak to me in Spanish and be like hey Connie like when she picked me up from school and I was like bro we don't do that here I was like we don't (laughs) yeah and like I would just get so ashamed and like now I get so sad because like that Spanish is gone and I'm so ashamed and like I wish that I still had that and I remember like my language was like almost like a toy for people because they'd be like how do you say this in Spanish like how do you do this like oh can you say this in Spanish and then it's like they only wanted to know the swears and stuff in your language or like they only wanted to know like the funny stuff in your language so it was kind of just like there for whenever they wanted to like play with it and I was Mm -hmm. just like oh and yeah like speaking another language and then just being like darker than all of my other friends like definitely I guess like sucked when I was younger because I was like I don't look like them and then the summer was the worst because I got even more tan and I like would want to like rub my tan away and then like as we got older like suddenly like being tan was good like Mm -hmm. you like people like went on vacation were like oh my god you came back with a tan like your tan is so good and then I was like that was like Mm -hmm. like the rest of the year you don't want to look like that so definitely interesting Oh, one thing I want to comment on is, like, my hair. Because, like, going back to, like, the wanting to be blonde and stuff, I wanted to have my hair, like, blonde so bad. Like, I was, like, maybe, like, eight, and I wanted to, like, bleach it blonde. And I, like, I am so glad my mother was, like, absolutely not. Like, she didn't let me get highlights. Like, the first time I, like, did anything, like, um, like colored my hair was probably, like, sophomore year. Yeah. And I did, like, brunette. Like, I went from black to brunette, basically, and that's not a big change. But, like, I'm so glad she let me wait that out because I would have had just awful, like, highlights or just, like, <laughs> it would have been so bad in, like, middle school. Granted, she let me get bangs, and that was also <laughs> not good. But that's better than, like, having awful highlights to live with because now I, like, I love my hair color. It's red. But, like, um, I'm so glad my mom, like, made me wait it out because I was not in the right state of mind. I was, like, I want to get highlights and I want to do this and that. And, like, it's just, 
And, like, I remember when I was younger, someone, like, told me, I was like, oh, like, I want to dye my hair blonde. And someone was like, oh, well, then you're not going to be Asian. Like, you're not going to be a real Asian if you dye your hair blonde. And I was like, oh, I don't know why that stuck with me. Because then I, like, I remember feeling, like, not hurt, but I was kind of sad because I was like, oh, but, like, I still want to be Asian. I just want to dye my hair blonde. But then I was like, oh, like, I don't know. Something just kind of clicked in me that was like, I never, like, you don't like grow up hating yourself you know like Mm -hmm. you don't grow up hating your culture or who you are like what your family is like because that's all you know Mm -hmm. it isn't until you get to school or like when you like go out in public and you see other people that you really like start to become aware of that because when you're at home you're like this is normal like Mm -hmm. this is my life and it wasn't until that moment where I was kind of like I don't hate being Asian like I don't hate that part of myself it's just sometimes like I wish like I was like everyone else Mm -hmm. you know I want to touch on that you said I just had it in my head when you said yeah like they're like oh you're not going to be Asian anymore because I would get that so much and it was like I had this like battle with myself because I could be mean to myself like I could tell myself that I wanted to be white and that I wanted to Mm -hmm. be blonde and have blue eyes but as soon as someone else like was like well you're not Hispanic because you don't speak Spanish I'd be like what are you talking about like what do you mean because at home like I'm I'm celebrating my culture like I'm fine with being Hispanic because my sisters look like me and my parents look like me and I'm like being raised to like love where I come from and then yeah like you come to school and you feel so shitty about yourself because yep. you're like damn like I won't I want to have a white <laughs> dinner every night like I, I'm kind of tired because I have beans yeah. and plantains and I was like I want turkey and mashed potatoes like, <laughs> and so like yeah like as soon as someone came for me and they were like well you're whitewashed like you're white like you're saying you want but you're whitewashed and I'd be like um what are you talking about? And, like, instantly, so it was constantly this battle where I was, like, what do you want to be? Like, I was, like, what are you, like, what are you mad about? Like, why do you, why is, why can't they tell you that you're whitewashed? Like, you said you wanted to be white, so why is it bothering you that they're telling you you're not Hispanic anymore? And so, yeah, and then it wasn't until I got older that I kind of, like, started, like, loving myself and realizing, I'm, like, that must be really, really boring to have no (laughs) culture to not, like, like, not... I don't think anything. I think high school did play a big role in that because, mm-hmm. like, again, we're from Malden. And if you guys, if you, ha- <laughs> if you guys haven't like caught on after like four or five episodes, <laughs> but um, like even the middle schools are pretty diverse. But like going into high school was like a big like like eye opener for me. I I feel like because I like started. I was like, I think in my school. I was like the only. There were like other like Asian people, obviously, but I think I was like one of the few Asian like not Asian, Vietnamese women, I think Mm -hmm. there was, like, another girl, but, like, I think, like, the other girls were, like, Chinese or something, so, like, we were, like, obviously all Asian, but, like, I didn't always, like, identify with, like, their culture, because it's not the same as mine, um, but then I got to high school, and I, like, met other people that were Vietnamese, and I was, like, this is, like, so cool, like, there's, like, other people that are actually, like, we share the same language, and we share the same culture, um, and so, like, being in high school, like, and, just seeing like all the different groups of people like that was just like really great for me I think because then I I finally I feel like in high school I finally felt like there was a place for me or like I felt like I belonged and I didn't feel like I stuck out as much as I did like Mm -hmm. in middle school I agree yeah Malden High was great I loved going to Malden High like we've said a million times there were so many kids that looked like us so it wasn't like all of my friends were white and I felt like I was the only one like there were other kids who looked like me and I had a bunch of friends who were like Salvadorian and Honduran and Guatemalan and I was like oh this is so cute like we have a little community and I actually I remember exactly when I was like you know what it's so fun being Hispanic it was our freshman year JVs and Kevin Fuentes performed Sunflower by by Redacted Redacted (laughs) (laughs) by He Who Shall Not Be Named 
And then he switched over, and I can't remember the song, but it was oh, in Spanish. Yeah, and yeah. everyone was like, oh, my God, like, that is so cool. You like, were so guys, proud. I was like, guys, <laughs> I speak that language, too. Like, I was like, that's so cool. Yeah. And, like, seeing him go up there and, like, embrace, like, that, oh, we speak another language. And he was, like, so proud, and he, like, sang a song in front of everyone. I was like, oh, like, that's so cool, because in, like, elementary school or middle school, like, absolutely not. I would not speak, like, a word of Spanish. You fun of Yeah. And I was like, that's, like, so amazing. And so then after that, I was like, you know what? Yeah, like, it's so cool. So thanks, Kevin. <laughs> if you're if you're listening. I think it's over at Berkeley now, right? Yeah. Um, king. Yeah. But, yeah, that's just, that's always cool. Nice. <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> we can go back to, like, the whole dating thing. Because, like, I know oh you God. brought it up, like, briefly. Yeah, I did want to say But, like, that. <sighs> just sucks. Because, like, growing up. Like, first off, I just, again, like, I felt undesirable because of my, like, my race. I was, like, and, like, if I had a crush on someone, I, and, like, I just knew, like you said, they wouldn't like me back because of my race. Like, Mm -hmm. it didn't matter if I was pretty, if I was smart, if I was funny, if I was nice. It, like, just, like, me not being white was just, like, I'm not their type, you know? Mm -hmm. And that was something, and that's something that I still struggle with, like, to this day where it's just, like, it's something that I have to think about. I know, like, white people, like, like girls, like, don't, they don't really have to think about that because, I don't know, they're kind of just everyone's type. Yep. And so it's, like, I know they don't have to be, like, oh, he doesn't like me because of, like, my race or whatever. It's, like, okay, if his type is brunettes and you're blonde, dye your hair. Like, yeah. it's this, like, you know what I mean? Like, I can't change my mm-hmm. race. And so that's something that I still struggle with because I always kind of have to, like, take a step back and be, like, oh, like, maybe maybe they don't like me yeah. because I'm not white and I just have to deal with that and sit with that. Um, and so I posted this TikTok the other day and it was, like, um, a lyric from Taylor Swift's song Antihero where she sings, like, sometimes I feel like everybody is a sexy, sexy baby, baby. <laughs> and I'm a monster on the hill. And you know what? I'll admit I didn't get it the first time, but now I do. I really – I understand her because – I do feel like a monster on a hill and everyone else is a sexy baby because I just feel like I like stick out sometimes and like this is it was like the first week of school and it was one of those like freshman like icebreaker parties at like a club I forgot which one but I was with my friend and she's white and I just like remember like I just felt like invisible I think because like even in a club setting like that where everyone's looking to hook up or like whatever like she was like they always spoke to her first or they spoke to us like they either like literally ignored me even though I was like right next to her the whole time and you could tell that like we came there together as friends and so like I would literally feel like invisible and they would either just like talk to her or like acknowledge only her or like if it was me it was like both of us it was never kind of like just me and I just felt like I don't know, that was, like, one moment where I was, like, oh, like, I definitely, like, no matter how far I've come in my journey of, like, acceptance and, like, self-love, like, there will always, I feel like, be that part of me that has internalized that, like, Eurocentric beauty standard because other people have. Like, I'm always going to go around and be, like, compared to, like, a white girl or see that. Mm -hmm. And obviously, like, none of this is her fault. Like, she's gorgeous, but, like, I just remember feeling, like, so, like, left out of that. I don't know. Yeah. Girl, yeah. Like, when you're younger, obviously, like, the crushes are innocent and stuff, but, like, very early on, like, I realized, I was like, well, none of them are gonna like me, and Mm -hmm. I always felt like I had to have something, like, something else to make them love me, because I was like, you know what, like, I'm, I'm not white, and I'm like, so I have to be funny, or I'm not white, so I have to be smart, like you said, or, and 
like I'm not white but my clothes need to be like great and so I felt like I always needed something extra and like these girls just got to like live Mm -hmm. and I used to be so mad and I would just be like literally like why wasn't I white like why can't I be them why wasn't I born that way and it like it sucked and that's so sad like I wish that I could tell younger me like you're literally slaying yeah it's great great to be self-employed but um my boyfriend is white and I've been dating him since I was like 12 so um but I do remember when I first had a crush on him I was like well like and he is the what like Julie can confirm he's the whitest of the white like freckles (laughs) like green eyes he's irish he's ginger and i was like well he definitely is not gonna like me and i was just like nope like he's not gonna and like then he did thankfully uh, i still think it's because like i'm funny and that's why because we laughed 25 8 but like i do remember when i first liked him like i was so stressed and it wasn't even like i feel like most people are just like oh like i wonder if they like me back but my first thought was i was like i'm not white like i am i'm not his type and then i was like his family's gonna hate cry me like they're gonna hate me but they're the nicest people in the world and they didn't they love they love me but yeah that's definitely like the first place that my mind would go to like when i was younger and then and I feel like for white girls, like, you, it's not like that. They're probably just like, oh, like, he doesn't like me because I'm not smart enough. I'm not funny enough. I'm not, blah, like, I'm, you're literally his type. You're literally his type. Like, stop <laughs> complaining because, like, you know. And, okay. This such, I, I hate the word because it's so hard to pronounce. I'm like, I know, that's this I'm is like, like I... this is racist because I can't pronounce <laughs> fetishization. This is, hate crime this is literally hate crime because I, my tongue can't pronounce fetishization. Um, I think that's, like, such a huge issue that I've noticed and I think a part of it is also because of like like on TikTok and stuff I've literally seen people like do their makeup or like look at dress like to be like Asian like they'll do like the they'll make their eyes yeah I don't know what they're called but like they'll make their eyes smaller or they'll like make their skin paler or they'll just like um do their hair or dress a certain way or like they'll use like the Korean or, like, Chinese characters. Yeah. yeah. And I'm, like, I mean, that's, like, fine to an extent if you like a certain style, but you literally, like, I've been, like, Asian fish. I'm, like, uh-huh. I'm, like, I thought you were Asian and, and you they, weren't, like, they weren't even mixed. Like, you're, I was, like, oh, they're, they're Asian or whatever. They weren't. They were just white. It's frustrating because, like, I grew up struggling with all those aspects of my identity and being, like, I don't want to look, like, I don't want to look like this. Mm-hmm. And then, like, now all of a sudden people want to look like it and people want to, like, make it, like, this whole, like, weird thing. Mm-hmm. And it's, I, like, don't want any part of that. And it's literally so embarrassing for them because, like, if you're white, you're, like, you're white. That's it. Like, there's there's nothing you can, like, you can dress a certain way, you can do whatever, but, like, to try to make yourself look like a different race is just so messed up, yes. especially because people are still experiencing racism because of, like, their race and, like, what they look like. And, like, that's just, like, totally not okay to try to cosplay as, like, something you're not. Um, Yeah. I mean, yeah, to touch on, like, the makeup thing, like, now there's a trend on TikTok where it's, like, it's called the copy and paste Latina. So, basically, like, if you've ever watched Euphoria, everybody wants to look like Maddie because she's, like, the, like, idea of what a Hispanic woman should look like. So, there's, like, a makeup trend for it now. And I saw all these white girls, like, do, like, it's, like, trying to copy and... 
toothpaste Latina makeup routine. And I'm like, no, like, and I'm so bitter and I, I'm embarrassed that I'm bitter, but it's like, you don't get to like shape shift when all my life I wanted to be you and you don't get to just be me. And exactly. I could never ever get to be you and I'm bitter and I'm still bitter. And, <laughs> and it just makes me so mad, but yeah, there's definitely like with, with TikTok, I think like it's gotten worse, but it's like the fetishization of like Asian women and like Hispanic women or just like women in general because I know that when my boyfriend and I first got together like everyone was like oh like you got yourself a Latina and I was like oh so what does that mean you know like why isn't it just that we're dating and you know they're like oh does she like does she like does she like I don't know how to say it like the only way I know how to say it is like does she bitch you around but I don't want to say that but they'd be like oh like like is she toxic like is she crazy and I'm like oh so not all of us are like that actually I just a little, but, like, <laughs> but yeah, not all of us are like that, and it's also like, why are we normalizing like toxic relationships where like you yell at each other? And the fact that some boys, like I see TikToks where it's like, I need me a five, a five two Latina with some attitude, and I'm like, what are you talking about? What does about? that mean? What I'm, does like, that mean? Are you gonna like go shop for one? <laughs> like, what are you talking no, about? The, yeah, it's just like, and with like Asian women, it's kind of like the opposite stereotype where it's like they're like submissive and like, docile and Outlook wants to. I thought I turned it off, whatever. <laughs> um, that was racist, but I just feel like um, with Asian women, it's like the opposite stereotype because like they're like um, portrayed as like submissive and docile, and, like they'll ki- like they're not really like um, antagonizing or well, like what's the word like um, like there's not a lot they of like won't, like challenge. You. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so like I'm literally not like I'm so insufferable. I will fight <laughs> anybody. I'm just like. And, like, even growing up in my household and stuff, like, my parents would just be like, oh, like, you're a girl, like, you just have to be, like, quiet and, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, they, I always got called loud. Like, I <laughs> I know I talk too much, I know I can be loud, but that's just who I am. But, like, even growing up, I, like, my parents are always like, you need to be, like, more quiet. Like, no one, no one's gonna date you when you're like this. I'm like, I don't care. But, um, yeah, and so I think that's super frustrating as well when, like, people, like, are, like, looking for someone to date and say their type is like Asian girls or whatever it's like I know I'm also not your type like you can say your type is Asian girls but I'm not the kind of like girl that they they're looking for the the type of girl that they want um and that's just like I don't know I just feel bad for the girls that like fall into that trap because it's like they don't they don't like you for who you are Mm -hmm. really like they don't they like you for your race or like this idea they have of like who you are because of your race and that's just like very shitty and like I just I think, like, dating apps as well, literally a fucking hellscape. I saw this tweet the other day, and it was, like, I always have to make sure, like, when people, like, non-Asian people say they like anime, it's, like, so what do you like about anime, and how much do you like (laughs) anime? Because it's, like, that's, like, for me, one of the, like, immediate, not, like, not necessarily deal breaker, but, like, kind of, like, I will not try to match with a person that's, like, their whole profile is, like, I love anime if you want to go get boba blah, blah, blah. I'm like, ooh. Like, <laughs> like, I don't know. It's just, like, obviously there's nothing wrong with those things, but it also just makes me, like, I'm like, that's just, I don't know. For me, personally, I just find it a little weird because those same people tend to be the ones that, like, fetishize Asians, and it's like, I'm not trying to, like, just be your Asian girlfriend like mm-hmm. that. It's just, it's very weird to me, so I try not to, like, get too close to those people. <laughs> they kind of scare me, honestly, but yeah. I think another thing as well is like not only adopting like the looks but like the aesthetic because again like I know k-pop is like this super like huge thing but a lot of like non like Asian fans have like 
taken like the language and like or they'll give themselves like asian names or something and like they'll put it on their like i noticed that on twitter a lot like they'll just put it on their profiles or they'll like get tattoos with like asian characters or like just like trying to adopt this like um like this like korean aesthetic basically like i'll see their hashtags or like and it's okay to like a, like oh I, I like the style like i want this like on my like instagram or whatever but i i don't know i do think to an extent it is a little bit weird because it's like i don't Maybe I'm just being bitter, and, like, yeah. I, I'm like a part of me might just be, like, really, like, bitter, because growing up, like, this, you guys literally used to hate on, like, the very thing that you're all trying to be now, so maybe a part of me is bitter, but, like, I don't really care, like, yep. I'll just hate it, like, yeah, I, yeah, you're right. I was just about to say that, like, I will gatekeep Benito to, like, die, like, Bad Bunny when, like, he, because his, all of his albums are great, but this one specifically, the, the one that just came out, like, Verano Sin Ti, and everyone was like, oh, I love that. I'm like, you do got, you guys don't even know how to sing his songs. They're like, he's so hot. Like, we love Benito. And I was like, you guys need to stop. And it was like all these white people like, oh, my God, like, this music is so great. And then, like, I'm like, don't listen to that music. You don't get to listen to him. And, yeah, it is me being bitter. And maybe I need to grow up. But it just infuriates me that, like, the part of me that I hid for so long that I was so ashamed of, like, why people just get to enjoy like they get mm-hmm. to just like and they're cool and yeah. they're cool and they're and cool they, and different yeah. and like edgy they get to pick it up for a week and be like i love spanish music and it's like oh so do you actually know what they're saying like mm-hmm. do you actually know what the song is about mm-hmm. and i don't know it's so annoying and like now it, so it's upset. like i feel like because they don't have a lot of culture here in america maybe no. back like <laughs> maybe like if they were in ireland or like wherever they're from like they would have like those traditions and stuff but like here in America, I feel like they, like, not that they want to be oppressed so bad, but they just want to be different so bad, I feel like. They just want to, like, look cool and be like, oh, like, I'm into this. But it's like, you literally made fun of me for being into that, like, when mm-hmm. we were kids. So, like, I don't know why this is all, yep. or this is your whole personality trait now. But, like, and I think we touched on this in, like, the last episode, but, like, speaking, like, more than one language, now it's, like, so cool. Like, oh, my God, like, you know, like, three languages? Like, that's mm-hmm. so cool. And it's, like... I, like, was made fun of for speaking different languages, like, growing up, and now it's, now it's this cool thing, and, like, you're so smart, like, wow. Yeah, exactly, like, I took Spanish in high school, I'm like, that's great, I took it in my house for 18 years. I grew up speaking it, so. so. (sighs) It's sad, but also, I think we've, we have, like, come a long way, like, I'm definitely, like, not, like, who I was in elementary and middle (laughs) school, and I, like, I'm, embrace like all aspects of my culture like I love speaking like a different language on the phone I love speaking you know Vietnamese at home with my parents and like I wish you know they had like taught me more when I was younger Mm -hmm. but I was like so resistant to that and I like I hate that I was resistant but I'm I am glad like you said at the beginning of the podcast that like things are changing because like now when I go into like bookstores and stuff like I see all these books and it's like there's so many different like faces and so many different kinds of people and like growing up everything was just white like that was just like the media that we consumed and grew up with but like now like there's just like there's so so much like it's like crazy um even like on tv like tv shows and stuff like there's different languages different kinds of people different like families and cultures and I think that's like super cool and I don't think like the kids realize how lucky they Mm -hmm. are that like they're growing up like this but I'm glad that I'm glad that they are yeah but it wasn't necessarily the same for us I agree and it's like it's big movies now too like there was just a Marvel movie um I don't want to pronounce her name because I don't want to get it wrong but she was literally um she was in multiverse and she was like one of the main characters I forget what her character was exactly 
I, I think, think it was like Miss America or Ms. something. Miss Marvel? Miss Marvel. Mm, no. Because Miss Marvel's like, Kamala Khan. That's a different character. Let's see. It's like definitely. Is her last name Gomez? Yeah, Sochi Gomez. I think that's what it is. But if I'm wrong. Who does she play again? I forget. It's like. Or maybe it is something America. Yeah. It's. It's something America. I think it might even just be America. America Chavez. America Chavez. Yes. She plays America America Chavez. Chavez. And I was like, oh my God. And like, she's like, it's great because, and I don't think like kids realize, like you said, like how lucky they are because that would not have happened. Like when I was eight, it would have been like an American playing like America Chavez. Minor inconveniences of the Taylor Swift just announced her tour, and I'm, like, stuck because I am a baby fan. I went to her first, I found out. But you thought she was Hannah Montana. Yeah, I thought she was Hannah Montana. I didn't know that I was watching Taylor Swift, (laughs) and it didn't help that she came out in the Hannah Montana movie. So I literally have no recollection of that concert other than the fact that it was pouring and, like, we had to get trash bags from, like, a janitor. And then I found out through Julie that I was literally at the concert that she talks about and makes Gillette so special. So I'm torn between, like, getting the tickets or, like, not getting the tickets because I am still, like, a baby fan. So that's my minor inconvenience of the week. And also, like, I'm really broke, so I don't even think I am financially stable enough to get this woman's tickets. Mm-hmm. Um... I would say the same, but also I think I talked about her tour in my last week's Minor Inconvenience. <laughs> I would say for this week, it would be probably registering for her classes. Oh. I'm kind of stressed about that right now because, well, for multiple reasons. But um, I have, like, some classes, but I just, like, I need to, like, plan out the backups. I feel like I need to, like, map everything out. Like, I need to plan out my map, like, the backups if they don't work. I'm also a commuter student, so, like, I need to make sure, like, the times work with, like, my schedule. Like, I don't want to be too early or too late. So, registering for spring classes is kind of insane because this semester is basically over. Yep. In, like, how many weeks? Five. Like, literally five weeks. The semester is over. So, we're already, like, wrapping up stuff. But that is my minor inconvenience of the week. Yeah. That's so. a good one. To preview for our next episode, we're going to call it This Is Us Trying because, as you can also tell, we are Swifties. <laughs> but um, we're basically just going to talk about, like, how being, like, the eldest daughter in our families, like, in our immigrant households, burnout, all that fun stuff. Another trauma-filled episode. So join us to talk more about our trauma next week, Mm -hmm. and it'll be a really great episode, because I think in the spirit of, like, the first semester wrapping up, Mm -hmm. and this being a lot of people's freshman years, and, like, first college experiences, it's coming at a good time for all of us to listen to and unpack together. Awesome. Alrighty. So this is Minor Inconveniences. Bye! Bye, guys! Thank you.